Hi, and welcome to Podcasting 101 with Rachel. This podcast is for busy female entrepreneurs who run their own businesses and want to start a podcast or who may already have a podcast. I want to share practical information and tips on how you can get your podcast started and managing it along the way. I'll also be interviewing other female podcast hosts to give you real insight into what it's like having your own podcast. and welcome to this week's episode. Today I have with me Ida and she is from the the founder of Playground. Ida blends gamification, accountability buddies and research-based productivity tips to help people work on what is meaningful to them and spark closeness and it's unusual but power powerful mix versus procrastination. Welcome Ida, it's really really great to have you here on the podcast. How are you? Hi, Rachel. Yeah, that was a, a lot of big words for my <laughs> playground. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, I am the founder of this um, unusual platform uh, for anti-procrastination. And I called it a playground uh, because I want to remind myself and maybe uh, you as well what is really important and how we can uh, do our business in a different way. Yeah. I like that. I like the, I like it's same playground. <laughs> yes. You know, like how can we play more with what, what we are creating? Because of course we care a lot about um, uh, what we make and uh, sometimes in the creating process, we can get a little bit rigid and perfectionistic, mm-hmm. but if we go back to it, uh, this is something I think that most of us choose and that we care about. So how, how can we have that a little bit of a different mindset towards it that not take it so seriously and enjoy the process? Yeah. Yeah, sometimes it can be, it can feel like a, a, a painful process if we're especially trying to do something that we might not necessarily um, want to get started for whatever reason. So how did you come to get into being a solo business owner? Just, you know, I see that you were in, um, you have a corporate background. What made you make the shift into, you know, a solo, solo business owner? Mm-hmm. Well, uh, I was in a corporate world for like 12 years, but I was always uh, in my mind thinking of what would I really want to be doing, like what is really meaningful to, to me. And, you know, especially during Corona, I think when we were stuck uh, <laughs> and when we were thinking about that a lot, what we really care about, um, this is when this became uh, more obvious or I can be totally honest, it's not that at this time I had this idea and I was like, okay, let's do it. Mm-hmm. No, uh, I have uh, quit my job just before Corona and wanted to be a social entrepreneur. Uh, so I wanted to create, um, uh, have a business that also supports you know, the planet and the people and is profitable in tourism. But since we got locked, that was not possible. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so I was a little bit back. <laughs> I was back at the drawing board, um, but I definitely knew that my next step was something um, uh, that I was really going to create uh, from my heart. Um, And I was uh, in the situation of like being in a new situation, being alone. And so how can you 
surpass that and start creating and take those risks and then okay start but also continue uh, so that mix of like creating something um, meaningful then leaning on someone else and also kind of not taking yourself too seriously while you're doing it <laughs> those are all the elements of um how I wish the world would be more like. And this is why I'm also making my playground so we can together do uh, all of that. So who are the main um, kinds of people that you're helping with the work that you're doing? Well, I help people, uh, usually solopreneurs uh, or maybe somebody who wants to work on their side hustle or maybe somebody on a passion project. So it doesn't necessarily have to be related to, you know, like a, a monetary thing, but maybe you would just really like to start creating a podcast yeah. <laughs> uh, and you're postponing it. And now you arrive and you get connected uh, with somebody who is in a similar situation. So this is your accountability buddy. Uh, and then you're in this together and you enter a system that I uh, created. So for three months, uh, you are progressing week by week, committing what you will do. Mm-hmm. So it's very specific, very um, uh, simple. And you're also uh, playing games. So, <laughs> um, And maybe now uh, you're wondering well, how do games come, in, come into this whole equation. <laughs> Um, it's not like the Super Mario and points and all of this because some of my friends thought this is what happens. <laughs> no, <laughs> um, these are more like conversation and get to know you games, so that you actually talk about your um, what you are creating or maybe what you are not creating <laughs> via a game, so that you relax. You're uh, you know a little bit more of an authentic self. You get new ideas. Um, being in a uh, let's say framework where you're playing versus like delivering and tasks mm-hmm. uh, really helps um, to keep us, go- to start and to keep us mm-hmm. going and to connect us to the other person who is in the similar situation. Yeah, I think that's important, isn't it? Having, I do like having an uh, accountability person there. I think it does it does work. I, I feel that's something that helps me as well. Um, I attend some accountability sessions where we just kind of sit on Zoom, but we all have a thing that we need to get done and, and you know, we... We do that thing in that hour. So I, I, I really like that method of working. Mm-hmm. So obviously, since I met you and heard about you um, and got to know you a little bit more about being anti-procrastination, I thought it would make a really great episode. That's why we're here. Um, for all of you that haven't started your podcast yet and maybe procrastinating on certain tasks to get it finished or to even start it. So I wanted Ida to come along and explain a little bit about what she does. And also she's going to be giving us some tips and advice around what you can do to or some so how you can move forward with your your podcast project whatever that may be however whatever state mm-hmm. it is in currently so what would be your first kind of tip Ida? I have so many but <laughs> I try to downsize <laughs> so that you get something um, specific that you can you know take away from mm-hmm. from this episode um, although I just spoke to Rachel and I said that I will talk about the four, but then we will put a secret little link for an extra tip inside the notes. Yes, so we can, uh, we can look out for that in the show notes um, on the website and on yes. your podcast apps. 
<laughs> because, you know, of course you will uh, listen through all the tips. Maybe you will know some of them, but more importantly, uh, it is that you action something out. So if nothing from the listening, you can action the one, the secret little link one uh, below yeah. the notes. <laughs> and that's what you want to do to beat that procrastination is follow through and do that actionable thing. Yes. We get out of our heads, you know? Mm. <laughs> okay. So, um, so I do want to give you something pragmatic and something that you can use. So I was thinking uh, about these four tips. So uh, the first one uh, being if you are starting something or, you know, if you're in this situation, oh, I just can't seem to start. And maybe it is that you would uh, you want to start your podcast. Maybe you're back from holidays and you need to restart your project. Yeah. Or maybe you are a business owner and then you have a podcast, but you now need to start promoting it. <laughs> yeah. So we are all starting something, right? Mm -hmm. And so the, the first tip would be to start uh, with something really small and also very specific. So again, I'm going to give an example because I think those work really well. So uh, instead of being like, oh, I should really come up with some kind of content strategy, something really small would be, I'm going to spend five minutes brainstorming ideas for content. So the small thing should really be something that you can't say no to. I mean, everybody has five minutes, right? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. <laughs> And then also make it very specific so that you can, you know, be honest with yourself. Did I do this or I didn't do this? Mm -hmm. okay? So you've got your so item you can tick off and say, right, I have done that in that five minutes. Exactly. Because, you know, the, the counter example would be like, oh, I'm going to do research. Okay. But what, where, when, mm. how long, you know? So just be, uh, uh, pick something small that you won't procrastinate and make it specific. <laughs> So that's the first tip. Uh, then the second one that I also see people uh, have um, uh, often is that uh, we have so many things uh, that on our to-do list, or maybe we have a lot of ideas that we are excited about. This is also a great situation to have. Uh, but then again, we don't begin. Mm -hmm. So what we can do there is to use a planning system. Uh, maybe you already have something that you like, uh, what I use on my playground and what I personally also use when I'm working and I work alone um, are two different things. So one is called a whoop. I don't know if you've heard of it, Rachel, before. No, no, I've not heard of that one. Yes. So apart from having, I like to say, a very cool name, like Whoop Whoop, yeah. you know, <laughs> it immediately like <laughs> cheers you on. <laughs> it is uh, like scientifically, um, a scientifically proven method, which helps us move from like this wishful thinking into actually having a plan. Yeah. Uh, and it stands for so Whoop. So first you think of your wish and the best possible outcome. You know, when they tell us, oh, like, think about, you know, like, visualize and there's all yeah. the positive stuff. That's good, but it's not enough, science tells us. So then the next step from that is also to do to brainstorm all the obstacles. So, okay, this is really great. But, and you know, that you do this to yourself, like the inner critic, you know, is telling you, yeah, Rachel, but, okay, now I don't have time or, like, I don't know, whatever it could be. Yeah, absolutely. So you come... <laughs> 
<laughs> right? <laughs> so you then contrast these two and make a plan. Mm-hmm. And if you want, for our uh, listeners, maybe we can try to do a mini test where Rachel does her first whoop now. Okay, yeah, I'm up <laughs> for that. <laughs> yes, so the first step, and you guys can maybe think about your own, uh, is um, what kind of, a, so what is your wish for this podcast? Can it be, does it need to be something really specific? Or is it just like a general No, this wish? is like the grandiose, this oh, is the, the big, like, oh, I wish that my podcast was. Oh, okay, so what was my wish for this podcast? Um, I, oh, um, I would, I suppose, I just want to help, help everyone get their podcast started. So I guess my wish um, for this podcast is to, um, build a community around the podcast so that um there's it's helping have that tangible thing of being able to knowing that I'm out there and giving this information to help people move forward that, with their podcast so I'd like to kind of build a community around it okay I love it <laughs> and now be honest with us so what is your like obstacle what is your internal obstacle that you know on those days when you're not doing it what is telling um, you my internal obstacle is that no one's going to turn up. <laughs> so that's my, like, if I started, you know, a Facebook group, because I know a lot of podcasts do that to help build community, that no one would come <laughs> talk to me in there. So that's my, I guess that's my big obstacle. Um, uh, yeah, that would be my main one of creating a community specifically around this podcast. Okay, and then the plan would be that, okay, and you need to think about it this way. You should think, okay, I really want to have this amazing community and to support people, but I have also this fear that nobody will show up. And then now you do an if. So if I think that nobody will show up, then, and now you come up with some kind of an action, what could it be? Why no one would show up or... Yeah, like what comes to my mind, it could be that I will remind myself of all the other times when oh, people did okay. show up. Oh, right, yes. You know? Yeah. Yes, that's true. Okay, I would remind myself, you know, that I've had, I've spoken to different people that have listened to the podcast and they have told me that they really enjoy it and they got something out of it and that if they had any other questions, they'd ask me. So I guess just to remind myself of that, I've had you know, some people have said that. So <laughs> yes. it must be helping somebody, oh, hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you are. <laughs> or, you know, for example, with the, because you also smiled at the busy uh, thing because we are all busy. Mm. So if you feel like, oh, but I'm too busy to now be, you know, I don't know, reaching out to people, creating, like making these content strategies, then I can, you know, carve out a time in my calendar mm-hmm. and actually block that to do x y z mm-hmm. you know so it is a little bit of that kind of a process so you can you sit down you go through what you would really love this to be what is the ideal outcome then you let your inner, inner critique go and then you make a plan mm-hmm. so what you will do so that's for example uh that this really helps you this planning system helps you with kind of a mindset to go forward mm-hmm. then we have another planning uh system which is called backwards goal planning And this is really cool because instead of like, okay, I should do this and this and this, you go, uh, you're like, I need to publish an episode. Okay, but before publishing an episode, what do I need to do? You're like, I need a speaker. Okay, but before I need a speaker, what do I need? Oh, I probably need to research speakers or find some people. 
Okay, but before that, and you know, you go step by step by step, which then leads you to your first step. So now you have a plan on ah, okay. how you yeah. will create your first episode. Yeah, okay. I like that. They're working backwards from it. Sometimes that's easy because you'll start. Sometimes it's the staring at the blank page, isn't it? You're going, I've got to come up with the first thing. Whereas if you yes. if you start with the outcome that you want, then working backwards can help. Yeah. Can help with that. Yeah, that's great. I like that one. <laughs> cool. I hope you know, like maybe these, uh, not each one will be relevant for everyone, mm-hmm. but maybe people can find different angles that will support them. Yeah. Uh, then a third tip that I had, you know, is if you are like, okay, I'll post or I will publish or I will like when, and then you're kind of not doing it. Um, this one is just a little bit more like to try to work with less perfectionism and more kindness towards yourself. Uh, and then, you know, kindness can be like that you take a break or like kindness can be that you go walk in the park or like maybe you let it sleep over because when we get so like, okay, like I'm moving, I know I'm creating on my website, I move the colors a little bit, this a little bit, it takes ages, <laughs> but sometimes you need to kind of step back. Um, or the other one, which I really like is to make it a little bit like a game, you know, how can you make it more exciting? And this one is not a podcast related example, but for example, I really procrastinate with washing dishes. <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> so I found a small system for myself or a game that I, uh, and it goes different ways, but I choose a favorite song and then I am racing against my song to see how many dishes I can wash <laughs> in this one song. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's really fun. That's really good, actually. That's a good way to make it more fun. And and you know, when you zoom out, actually, you know, then uh, like, a, let's say a little bit of a philosophical thing here is then you see that this thing that you're postponing that's draining you, which mm. what we do with our tasks, actually took three minutes of a song. So yeah. sometimes it's good to be reminded, you know, all this energy that goes into worrying or spiraling or overthinking versus like, do it. Mm. And okay, yeah. it's perfect or something, it's fine. Yeah. Yeah, I do. I find that, well, so sometimes um, when my husband, this is not podcast related, but sometimes when my husband's away a lot and I've got the kids and cooking tea and I'm really tired and I was like, oh, I just can't be bothered. But then I think, no, I'm going to mm-hmm. put up, I, this is when I kind of look, listen to podcasts as well. I think, actually, no, I've got whatever podcast I want to catch up on. And then I kind of get absorbed in that. So even though I didn't want to do it, I think actually I've managed to listen to a podcast episode that I really wanted to listen to and I've learned something or I've had a laugh or something like that. And then also I've cooked tea and not just gone, oh, I'm just going to eat something rubbish or, you know, buy something easy. So that was, I kind of do that similar thing there to cry and egg myself on to to do something. But um, I, I do also um, agree with you about um, taking a break sometimes or um, when you do get in your own head, when I first, when I first niched into podcasting, and I had my virtually un- inspiring podcast, which was um, I just wanted to start a podcast, and I was interviewing other virtual assistants, and I got mm-hmm. really in my head about like releasing the episodes and am I doing it right? I've not done it right before, but I want to be a podcast manager. Shouldn't I know all this kind of things? And like that really got in my head about it. And I thought just in the end, I was like, you know what? Just just get it out there and see what people think and you know, you get, you have to just get over that little thing. And, and often that does, you know, like you've bunged it up, you've let it go and actually makes you feel a lot better. 
So yeah, taking yeah. taking a break or just hit and go and then go, right, I'm going to hit go and turn my computer off and then it's all going to be fine. <laughs> <laughs> and of course it is always fine. But um... Post and ghost, you know, they say that post and ghost on Instagram, ghost, I do yeah. it up. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I had a real thing about posting on Instagram when I first started my business. I was kind of like, who wants to hear from me? And what if I say something wrong? And I mean, not that I say very, you know, outrageous things or anything like that for people to be... <laughs> trolling me or anything but not, not that it takes much apparently I know a lot of other people I see that are you know get trolled and or told LinkedIn isn't a not Facebook and things but um that really held me back but then I, I guess because I, I decided just to do it um to just be brave post them in there and then started to build a community of people because obviously it started out with with zero people you know going into the online space but then you find mm-hmm. you start finding your tribe finding those people that you connect with and then it becomes a much more friendlier place but it's unless yeah. you start kind of doing it you you know you're not gonna get over that first hurdle so it's trying to find a way that's going to get you over that first hurdle of your procrastination and then hopefully exactly mm. and what about all those people you know who are missing out because mm. you are waiting there and you know fixing like a tiny little editing thing or yeah. you know yeah absolutely that's with website as well i think I, I did get, I've had mine done recently and my amazing friend Hannah helped me with the design and she supported me with the copy. But my first one, I just did it myself, very rough and ready. And I just, just hit go and I thought I'm just going to, otherwise I was never, like you say, never going to get that information out there. It was a great place to point people to. But if you mm-hmm. spend too much time, yeah, it can hold you back. And, you know, it is messy doing stuff, running your own business and, you know, putting yourself out there doing podcasts or whatever your your passion project is or, you know, business, it is it does make you feel especially it's the first time you're doing, it does make you feel a bit vulnerable and, you know, doing those things. Yeah. So and it only I suppose it only gets easier than you get to kind of the next level. Um and then <laughs> move over the and next level. And then you level. have the next thing with something new. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you know, with the perfectionism, I mean I keep I keep reminding myself I have a playground exactly mm-hmm. for this reason, and I say now I like write it eighty um, percent is good enough, and I kind of pride myself when I can and I feel so free to publish something that's eighty percent good enough. Yeah. <laughs> so you know I took a different angle. Like yes, go out with something that you are. Like, oh, it's not according to your standards. Hundred percent. So what? <laughs> yeah, but you could always be searching for that 100% though, can't you? It's like, well, there's always yeah, something that you could find wrong with it, something that doesn't look quite right. And then you just, like you say, that's when you just don't do anything about it then. So, yeah. yeah. And sometimes it even drains you so much mm-hmm. that, that uh, now you no longer want to publish it or enjoy it. Like this great idea now became something that like sucked yeah. life out of you. Yeah, <laughs> So exactly. we don't want that. No. We and... want you to be creating long term. Yeah, exactly. And I think that's potentially what a podcast could become if um mm-hmm. you know you you're already running your own business you're busy with clients you've got to market yourself as well and you know you're thinking can I add this extra thing in for my business so being realistic about it but also mm-hmm. um you don't want to make this awesome idea you had for a podcast with probably this great content it's going to build your authority you're going to connect more with your dream clients it's also going to help you with your marketing you can repurpose your podcast so it will be Mm -hmm. it will help you but you don't want to turn it into like a chain around your neck and then you don't you know like you said sucking all the joy out of your life or your business yeah Um, having it you want to make it a positive exciting thing to do a podcast and get that started so 
Exactly. And I think it's a little bit like exercising as well. You know, it's not like, okay, you started doing something, you're not going to have muscles immediately. Yeah. I mean, you will have to continue going and doing the training and that's part of the journey. Mm -hmm. So yeah, then you get, then you <laughs> yeah. sustain your well-being because yeah. we are like whole beings. We are not just our product. We are not just our podcast. We are mm -hmm. not, we need to be there long-term. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Looking at it like... The bit, you know, the the full picture of everything that's that's yes. kind of going on. Um, those are great. I had, I had oh, so you have one more tip? Yeah. Excellent. Go on. <laughs> I have one more. This was three. This was three, and okay. we have that extra Absolutely. one. Uh, so the, my last one is that um, you know there are just some those days when you're like, oh, but I don't feel like doing it. <laughs> so when you feel like that, or maybe you're a little bit lonely, you know. So um, I say on those days. Uh, remind yourself how important it is to connect with others. Mm. So this could be that you are part of a community, like what you are doing, go back to your community, see what others are posting, sharing resources, what's helping them, or uh, or get an accountability buddy. Yeah. Uh, those are, uh, uh, I have found those to be really important and they serve kind of different purposes. So I'm part of several communities, but I also have my own accountability buddy because with one-on-one -on -one interaction with the person who is there to listen to you, but also you kind of, you know, that you will meet them in one week and they will ask you, did you do your thing? Yeah. <laughs> and you... <laughs> And you don't want to like stand them up and you want to also be accountable to yourself. So that really, really helps and makes a difference. Yeah, we were saying before we hit record, I love that accountability thing. Um, my friend Hannah, who I mentioned before, she had she loved she rephrases like accountability buddy, which I really love. Uh -huh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we um so she was I was doing her um set up for success course early this year and mm -hmm. um she was my accountability buddy for getting my copy done for my website you know we decided on mm -hmm. a time frame so that was really and then getting that feedback as well I think is really valuable so you can you can be that for each other with with feedback if you want to get um and it just makes it you know puts you at ease sometimes it's really nice to get a, another set of eyes on what you're doing as well and and getting that support and yeah so that's a really great a really great recommendation exactly. exactly because friends of course they want to support you and you can tell them your things but somebody who is in a similar situation just knows what you're going through mm -hmm. and some of us don't even necessarily have that person so but now when you have this and you know what friends they kind of cut you slack sometimes yeah, <laughs> yeah. you know that you're the billy back how did how did you call it rachel accountability buddy Okay, it's a little bit hard to pronounce, but yes, that, yeah. then it's just uh, different. And you know that you're not alone in it because all the other tips that I told you before, you know, any kind of education or to-do list or my calendar or my Trello, I use all of them. Yeah. I love all of them. But again, with those, I'm again alone. So, and it makes a difference to have somebody live there, like a live person mm -hmm. <laughs> that listens to you. Uh, maybe just listens, doesn't even need to give you feedback, but you can air out your thoughts, you can hear yourself and you can commit then to the next thing. So, yeah, I, I do think, agree about if, you know, being in a similar situation to you business wise as well, because mm -hmm. you kind of, because you're in, you just have that relatability there for somebody like say with your friends or your partner or anything like that they're not in if they don't have the same you know experience as you it's 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 a bit different so it's nice having that 
you know something that's the same between you and you know you're both trying to achieve something and yeah yes you know one friend told me when I was starting this business he said yeah you know when you break a leg of course you will go to the doctor but doctor can't really understand you it's somebody else who broke the leg that really knows what you're going through yeah that's true <laughs> so true yeah yeah that is true yeah unless they broke the leg themselves you have that that, yes. uh, <laughs> yeah well those are awesome tips yeah. sorry go on. yeah they will both help you but it would be just different yeah. help yeah differently yeah it's, it's that perspective isn't it getting that perspective yeah. on on what you're doing yes, yeah yes. well those tips are really really great and as Ida mentioned earlier we're going to put um a little secret tip in there as well in the show notes you can click on the link and download that resource for you to help you do an actionable thing for your business so you can um, move forward in your procrastination. Also, Ida has run some courses or cohorts, don't you, to, to help people with their mm-hmm. big projects and procrastination. So do you want to tell us a little bit about how you how that all works and, and, and how it helps? Mm-hmm, sure. So I have um, the anti-procrastination program. It lasts for 13 weeks or three months and it is for people who come with a particular project that they want to work on so something that you're maybe off putting off or you know it could be something that you really love and you want to start or maybe some part of your business that you're like oh I really don't want to do admin but it's also part of my business and I need to Um, so then I connect people to become accountability bodies And they meet once a week. But it's not just like that people get connected. Each meeting is very structured. So it's actually a system. So you come, you need to specify, write down uh, what you will do until next week. And so that's always an outcome. So you know what you're doing next. Uh, And then when you come back, then you are asked, okay, did you do it? Did you not do it? What did you learn? Uh, So this is really important that we also reflect on what what went well, what didn't go well. Yeah. But apart from that, you know, uh, there is also this creative element of games uh, so that you can talk about your creation. So in the first one, for example, you talk about why is this even important for you? And this is a major procrastination tip, because when you don't feel like doing it, if you know that why, well, you know, like Rachel, you're like, but now I'm creating this community. And like, if if I'm not doing this, then all of these people, okay, I don't know if they will be lost, yeah. but huh. it's really certainly very helpful. Then this really helps you to continue creating. Mm-hmm. Then in the second one, we have a game around planning. Then in the third one, we have a game around what are you good at? So how can you capitalize on your strengths? So those are the kind of things that we do in the program. And we will start uh, in the last week of October. So it's coming up soon. And it sounds like a great way to move forward with that big project you've been putting off. Ida has um, a little gift for you if you decide to join her program. Yes, the little extra thing that I want uh, to add to support you to stop procrastinating is that I'm also including uh, a little discount so that you can uh, decide today or tomorrow that if you want to start working on your project, uh, you even have that little extra benefit. Oh, that's really kind, Ida. So that's for all the listeners. If you're interested in taking part in Ida's program, then there will be a discount. There'll be a link and all the information um, you'll be able to find in the show notes and all of where um, you can connect with Ida as well. 
And yeah, thank you so much for coming on. Do you want to just tell us quickly, where do you hang out the most, where people can find you the most? Well, I am mostly on Instagram, Mm -hmm. but if you prefer LinkedIn, you can also contact me there. So on Instagram, I share a lot of tips, uh, tips like these, tips that you can try, simple tips. Um, so that um, uh, simple and free tips. So maybe you want to do that first before joining the program. Yeah. It's totally up to you. As long as you start working <laughs> on that thing that you are not doing. <laughs> yes, that is absolutely true. And that's brilliant. So yeah, we'll pop all your Instagram and links in the show notes, like I just said. And yeah, thanks so much for coming on and we'll see everybody soon. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to the show. If you'd like to connect with me or get in touch, then head on over to my website. If you liked the episode, then I'd love it if you could leave me a review in your chosen podcast app. Your feedback is much appreciated. See you next time.